the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. Todd Marquardt, attorney at law in Texas. If you're a millionaire or a thousandaire, Talk Law Radio is now on the air. Call in with your business law question, your elder law question. Veteran aid, Medicaid, build a business to get paid. 210-308-8867. Or ask a question online at marquardtlawfirm.com. That's M-A-R-Q-U-A-R-D-T, lawfirm.com. And now, it's Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. Welcome to the Sunday edition of Talk Law Radio. I'm Todd Marquardt on KLUP 930 AM The Answer. And you can listen on podcasts everywhere, Facebook Live, YouTube, and www.talklawradio.com. Today's going to be a great show. Uh, We'll be talking about business law, the business life cycle, how to adapt your business, entity, corporation, LLC, or partnership after your business matures. When a C-suite executive might need to start protecting assets, how to protect your business in case one of the owners or partners gets married, divorced, becomes disabled, or dies. If you're interested in how to make good business judgment decisions, Look for my interview with Amy Childs, business consultant and executive coach with Vistage. Remember, the mission of Talk Law Radio is to help you discover your legal issue blind spots by listening to me talk about the law on the radio. Listen to Talk Law Radio every Saturday also at 11 o'clock in the morning on KLUP Radio 930 a.m., Podcasts everywhere, Facebook Live, YouTube, or www.talklawradio.com. Before we get started talking about the law, let's begin with prayer. Dear God, thank you for this day. Thank you for all the gifts and blessings that you give to us. Please forgive me for our sins, uh, for our mistakes, for doing the wrong thing or failing to follow your will. Please help me give good information about business law today. Help us to use the gifts and talents that you have provided for the good of your people, for our own good, and for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. In my experience of helping businesses, uh, business owners, and CEOs reduce liability and manage risk over the last 16 years, I've observed that a business A successful business has a life cycle. Uh, The beginning is the startup, uh, when you're owner-managed or self-employed. Then you start hiring, maybe an executive assistant, maybe an administrative assistant, maybe a receptionist. And then you go from there to fill out some other important positions on the organizational board. Then you might have a co-owner or a partner or you might uh, bring on 
other employees to fill leadership roles. Then you find financial success. And with financial success comes increased risk. Then you start thinking about your legacy, your planning for the business to continue after you pass away. Or you might think about exiting early, buy a gift to a family member or selling for a profit. These phases in the business life cycle sometimes demand that you get some legal work done. When things change, you have to change things. And it might include amending, restating, or converting your business entity structure from what you started with to something a little bit better. You might need to change things if you're planning to get married or you're worried about your partner getting divorced and having an unintended ex-spouse as your new partner. Maybe your business has matured through expansion and success so much that you wonder whether your business entity structure needs to be upgraded. Or maybe you're not the owner, but you're a C-suite executive level leader or officer who has just realized that your non-exempt assets are at risk and need some protection. Finally, you might find that there's nobody you trust to help you make the biggest business decision challenges or you're having trouble growing your business because you don't have the time, money, or talent to do it. If so, uh, stay tuned, listen up. We're going to be talking about all these issues in greater detail. Just remember, this is Talk Law Radio. I'm Todd Marquardt. We're on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Podcasts everywhere, YouTube, Facebook. Search for me, follow me, like me. Subscribe so that when I do post new content, you can get the alert on your phone. Okay, the first thing I want to talk about is how to adapt or what are the issues that come up when adapting your business entity, corporation, LLC, or partnership uh, when you find that your successful business is maturing. Maybe your business is maturing through expansion and financial success and you just wonder whether your business entity structure needs to be upgraded. Here are some situations when that has come up of people that I know. A lot of people register with the Secretary of State uh, because they think they can navigate the Secretary of State's website and they understand what they're doing or they think they do. But they find later that they don't have an operating agreement or bylaws and some bank or financial institution, once they're applying for a loan, asks for the, a copy of their operating agreement or bylaws, and they say, well, I don't have that. And the banker or financial institution or loan officer says, you need this. Go get it. I've been referred by banks and financial advisors and loan officers to prepare these for uh, clients that need them. 
the law says that if you're registered uh, with the Secretary of State, but you're not treating your business as a separate entity, you don't have all these parts to fill out the, the business entity, all the different dimensions of it that help make it legitimate and run like a separate business from yourself. Some courts have called that a sham. And maybe we'll talk about uh, some case law. Some Someday we'll go into depth on that. Um, but just know that it, it's not ideal. Uh, the registration with the Secretary of State is not the beginning and the end. There's more that you need to do. Some people have used an online resource for incorporating or filing an LLC with no legal advice. Uh, Maybe they Googled it. Maybe they read something online on a different website. Hopefully it's a legitimate source of information. Hopefully it's not uh, from another state or from another country or from somebody that hasn't researched the law. I've found some business owners uh, bought something off the shelf, so to speak, and have faced unintended negative consequences. I, I have a couple of analogies. Sometimes I cook food, but I don't consider myself to be a chef. So I say buying a crock pot or a pressure cooker or an egg-shaped barbecue grill does not make me a chef. The sophistication of the cooking tool does not make me an excellent cook. Combining the right ingredients and cooking them in the right way at the correct temperature for the correct amount of time, that's what would make me a great cook, right? Here's another analogy. I like to play golf. It's fun. But I wouldn't consider myself to be a PGA golfer. Buying the most sophisticated golf clubs on the market does not make me a professional golfer. What makes me a great golfer is using those clubs in the correct way, with the correct estimation of effort, and with the correct golf course strategy. Even great golfers can uh, lose a match by getting overwhelmed on the course by getting frustrated or angry. That same professional golfer could do well on a different day under different circumstances. It's the same thing with running a business. Even if you have the best business entity structure and you don't run it like you should, you don't do record-keeping like you should, It's not going to protect you in the same way as somebody who did run the business correctly and did keep records correctly. Here's another situation when you might need to amend, restate, or change your business entity. If you add owners, if you take on a partner, if you sell shares, if you sell a membership interest, that's a good time to at least think about it and review everything with your attorney. Again, I said it before, I'll say it again. When things change, we need to change things. 
Now I'd like to talk about when a C-suite executive might need to start protecting his or her assets. Some of you might know that in Texas, uh, the Texas Constitution protects some of our assets from creditors and predators and judgments and liens. And one of those is our homestead. The Visa or MasterCard cannot take our homestead. The only people that can take your homestead would be the mortgage company. If you stopped paying your mortgage, then they can foreclose. Or if you had your house built by a contractor or had repairs and remodeling done by a contractor, they can foreclose on a mechanics lane to uh, get paid for the service they provide. You're allowed to have a car. That, when I say you're allowed, that means your your car is exempt uh, because the law presumably wants you to be able to drive to work so that you can pay off your debts. You're exempt. You're allowed to have exempt cash assets of thirty thousand if you're an individual, or sixty thousand if you're married. Your farm animals are exempt. In the Texas Property Code, there's a whole list that I won't go into today. But one way to start protecting your assets is to uh, have some farm animals on your land. Pets, sporting equipment, IRA, 401k, life insurance, those are some others. Uh, I ask you uh, not to rely on uh, the general information I'm providing today, uh, but instead take this general information to your lawyer, attorney, legal advisor, who can analyze your circumstances from your unique circumstances and perspective. Some assets that might be at risk that might cause you to worry if you've become financial successful and you're worried about frivolous lawsuits and things of that sort are investment properties, rental properties, your vacation home, your non-working farm or ranch, your recreational vehicles, your boat, jet skis or motorcycles, your bank accounts, checking, savings, CDs, money markets, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, and brokerage accounts that are not held as an IRA. Remember I said you could have $30,000, but the minute you put it in a bank account changes the nature of the asset, and so it's no longer exempt. There are some things that you can legally do to protect and preserve your assets, but you have to be careful because there's a, another law out there called the Fraudulent Transfers Act, and that's when you transfer assets out of your name into somebody else's name or some other entity, and uh, the court claws it back into your name so that it can be paid to your creditors. So think of this as like a game where there's two sides. You know, just like basketball, there's two teams competing for the win, and you have to follow the rules. Some rules can be broken, like when they make a foul on somebody and there's a penalty. The law has some of these same attributes. Something else I'd like to talk about is how to protect your business in case one of the owners 
or your partner becomes uh, gets married, divorced, becomes disabled, or dies. You don't want to unintentionally become co-owners or partners with uh, a divorced, an ex-spouse, or with a disabled person that's not pulling their weight or doing their work, or with the the heirs or beneficiaries of your of the estate of your former co-owner or partner, people that you don't know, people that you didn't willingly go into business with. What I'm talking about is planning with a buy-sell agreement. That's what they call this, is if any of those events come up, uh, divorce, disability, death, bankruptcy, then that person's ownership shares become available for sale by the other owners or partners. So here's how you identify if this is an issue for you. Are you planning to get married because you want your business to survive despite any problems that might happen with your marital relationship later, especially if you have co-owners or partners? Are you worried about your partner getting married, getting divorced, and having an unintended ex-spouse as a new partner or new co-owner? Would it bother you if you had to share revenue with a co-owner or partner who didn't work because of disability, death, or even retirement? We can plan for that aspect as well. I have a checklist that I'd be happy to share with you if you email me at host at talklawradio.com. That's H-O-S-T at talklawradio.com. Just put in the subject line, uh, buy-sell checklist, and I'll email you a copy that you can go over yourself and decide for yourself if you have any of these uh, issues. But what we would want to know if we were doing some type of planning with you is what type of business is this? Who manages it? Are there non-owners on the management team? Do all of the owners want to participate in management? Are there procedures in place to help ensure continuity of management during a transition? Do these procedures take into account key employees that are not owners? How do the owners want to address employment issues such as compensation, non-competition, non-competition agreements, non-disclosure agreements, non-solicitation agreements, protection of intellectual property and intangible assets. Another question, do any key employees have stock options, profit interests, or any instrument convertible to equity? Are there alternative dispute resolution provisions in place for resolving disputes between the owners? Is there a possibility of a deadlock? If there's two co-owners and each owns half, there's a possibility of a deadlock. Uh, Could we plan to resolve that somehow? How do the owners want to resolve a potential deadlock? What are the triggering events for a buyout of an owner's interest? Again, this goes to the heart of the buy-sell agreement. What are the triggering events? I mentioned some, and here are some more. Death, disability, retirement, termination of employment, 
sale to a non-owner, marital dissolution, deadlock, expulsion of an owner. Maybe you find out years later that the person you joined up with, that you bought in together or you named as a partner later, maybe you don't see eye to eye anymore. Maybe uh, the person who you thought had your best interest in mind, you found out doesn't. And How do you get rid of them? Then, if a triggering event does occur, will the buyout be mandatory or optional? If the triggering event occurs, how will the value of the interest be determined? By a formula? By an appraisal at that time? By a predetermined price? Or other method? If a triggering event does occur, how will payment be made to the departing owner's interest? May a promissory note be used to pay over time? What would the down payment be, the interest rate, the term? Is the note secured or unsecured? Will the parties use life insurance or disability insurance to fund the the buyout? And then... Both parties would need to try and predict what the tax consequences might be. There's different ways of setting it up depending on uh, what the tax consequences might be. Are there professional licensing considerations to ensure that the equity passes to a qualified owner? For example, if you're a physician, probably a physician's practice has to be passed down to another licensed physician. An attorney's interest probably has to be passed down to a licensed attorney. I want to mention sponsors for today's show. Uh, Number one, Marquardt Law Firm. Attorneys at Marquardt Law Firm focus on business and estate law, including last wills, living trusts, and tax-protected inheritance plans. New businesses and old businesses, which might have issues with corporations, contracts, LLCs, family limited partnerships, and we can represent those who are facing problems from lack of planning, like in district court, county court, or probate court. Also, partly sponsored by Financial Planning HQ. Are you looking for true financial planning to help you make the best decisions for your money? Our new sponsor, Financial Planning HQ, can help. Instead of trying to sell you overly complicated financial products, Financial Planning HQ focuses on creating comprehensive strategies that give you and your family the highest probability for achieving your goals. For a complimentary consultation with Joseph Warren at Financial Planning HQ, call 210-748-6699. That's call Joseph Warren at Financial Planning HQ at 210-748-6699. I wanted to mention why I got into this. People sometimes ask me, uh, how did you get interested in the radio? Why do you talk on the radio? Well, I've thought about it a long time. You know, uh, when I first got started, I think I just did it for fun. But I realized that seeing friends suffer from not recognizing legal blind spots really did break my heart. So I've I've realized, I think, 
How can anyone know for sure that my calling, my God-given purpose, is to help people understand the law? See, God started with one law. Don't eat from the fruit of that tree. Then he gave us Ten Commandments. Now we have federal, state, and municipal lawmakers that won't stop making new laws, laws that might impact you. Here are some examples. Going way back now, my parents were divorced and my mom had to go back to school to get her college degrees and eventually work full-time. My grandparents took care of me. It really did break my heart to hear about financial exploitation of older individuals who would invest in the foreign lottery or bail their grandchildren out of a foreign jail or when a neighbor or contractor just straight stole their money. I strive to help families understand how government benefits can help older and disabled individuals pay the high cost of long-term care so they're not neglected because of their fear of running out of money. Sometimes it's self-neglect, sometimes it's familial neglect because they feel like they can't afford to get the care that's needed. And another situation that broke my heart, a friend of mine who graduated law school with me was tragically killed by an 18-wheeler truck. He had no life insurance. So I make it a point to talk about life insurance and wills and trusts and estate planning every chance I get, but the same principles apply in business. I want to help business owners identify blind spots because you don't know what you don't know. Here's another one. An attorney who was financially successful died without a last will, and his family had to sell half their ranch to pay federal estate taxes that could have been reduced or eliminated with the proper planning. So that's it for today. Uh, Talk Law Radio, Sunday edition. I'm Todd Marquardt. I'll talk to you later. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.